Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 140 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Dugan, and Brandon's still on hiatus, so if you were expecting me to say, and the other host is Brandon Cunningham, he is the other host, he's just still on vacation. He's taking advantage of summer, reconnecting with family, and he's got a bunch of fire uh, irons in the fire, and I can't share any of those with you. Just know that Brandon is doing well, and we should have him back pretty, sh- uh, pretty soon. In this episode, we're talking about FOMO. The Fear of Missing Out, and this is the perfect extension from the last two episodes where we talked about the happiness advantage. So, if you're in your office or at home, sit back, relax, and uh, if you're driving because you're listening to this on your commute, uh, keep your head on a swivel, stay alert, because we can't have you getting into a wreck just to listen to our show. As we go into this episode about FOMO and why you should let it go, except for this one situation. Here we go. All right. If you're driving, hopefully you still have interact because you are keeping your head on that swivel. And I want to thank you for joining us uh, or joining me as we talk about this thing called FOMO. What the heck is FOMO? Well, it's the 21st century way of saying the fear of missing out. Now, I want to share with you a story. This actually uh, came up just a few weeks ago, and it's really the inspiration behind this particular episode. See, some close friends of ours uh, reached out to us and and offered to uh, do a joint vacation in the near future uh, to take a cruise. Now, I, I can share this story because one, I'm not dogging them, and two, they don't listen to the show, so I can get away with this, right? And chances are you have no idea who I'm talking to. In any case, uh, a family reached out to, to Olivia and, and myself and said, hey, we want to take a cruise. We know you guys are, have never taken a cruise. You want to take a cruise. Well, here are some of the dates we're looking at. And it would be awesome if our two families can go on this cruise together. And that started the whole discussion with Liv and I about uh, when can we go? What can we afford? What do we have to set aside each pay period in order to pull this off? Because the one thing that I... I look for in every vacation is that when I come back from that vacation, it has paid off that I don't owe money from it. That's going to cost me for many months or many years where I'm going to feel more like a prisoner that was duped rather than somebody who truly took a break. So that's one of the rules I have for our family when it comes to vacation. And that is when we leave for vacation, we have all the money we need for that trip. And when we come back, we are not in debt in any way, shape or form. That is a huge, huge criteria for me. In fact, we did a mini vacation a couple of weeks ago. And as we're driving home, even though I put a few things on the credit card, I only did that to rack up some points for the travel for the next trip. Because as we're driving home, as I believe Liv was behind the wheel, I was on my phone paying off the credit card right then and there. And by the time we got home, it was paid in full. So that, that's what I look for. It's the biggest relief. In fact, it's how we went to Disney World in 2012, paid in full. I love it. If you don't do that yet, give it a shot. Rather than putting your, your next vacation on a credit card, save up for it. And you'll find that, yeah, there was a little bit more stress leading up to it. You're always wondering if you were going to be able to pay it off. Yet I guarantee you, if you do it that way, when you're on that trip, you're not worried about the credit card bill. When you come back from that trip, 
you have no worries about the credit card bill because there is no credit card bill to worry about. It's paid off by the time you get home. So let me tell you, tell you about this story. Uh, again, this family reached out to us and said, now this happened in June. It's July now as I'm recording this. You'll probably hear this while it's still late July. Uh, in any case, we were asked if we were interested in going on a cruise in August. Now, you don't know a lot about my, my financial situation. However, there's a certain amount I'd like to have in savings for emergencies. We're nowhere near there. Uh, there's also a credit card debt that I need to get rid of. Uh, and, and that's the biggest thing that I'm tackling right now financially. So August was definitely not on the plate for us. So when we heard that date and Liv asked me about it, I said, no, that absolutely not. I'd love to go while it's still summertime. Yet this is something we probably should have planned a year ago to, to pull, to pull together. So the other options we had were December and spring break of next year. Those were feasible. So we began, we ran the numbers, and um, we knew what it would take to uh, go on a trip in December, and it, it was going to cost a lot. Basically, everything that, actually in both cases, um, it was going to take a sacrifice up front, and it was going to have an impact going down the road. Now, the thing was, as we're doing more and more planning, uh, the other family is really asking uh, us for a decision right then and there. And we told them we needed to really map up the uh, the finances. We really need to plan this. Uh, we as a family don't just dive into things. Uh, and that's nothing against them. I'm not saying they do. Uh, I, I happen to be familiar with their financial situation, and this is something they can afford to do. So they're, they're in a different place financially than we are. And so that was something to keep in mind uh, for ourselves. So as we're planning this, it turns out for us to pull off the December trip, the cruise, uh, we would have to really put aside all the money that would have gone to eradicating our debt and more money on top of that. So either A, we would have to sacrifice even more from what we were already doing, or we would have to add to our credit card debt to pay off this trip in December. I wasn't really comfortable with that. Yeah, it would have been a great memory. It it was a chance in a lifetime type of thing. That was how we were starting to feel about this, that if we passed on this December trip, we were going to miss out on the only opportunity we had to go on a cruise in December somewhere in the world, specifically in the Caribbean. Now, I took a deep breath and I looked at the numbers for spring break. So that gave us, gave, gave us about three more months to really uh, save up those funds. It didn't hit us as hard as I thought it would. We would be able to pay the minimum payment on the credit card and then maximize how much we saved towards the spring break cruise. That was until once I ran the numbers and said the spring break cruise is what we should we would, we would be able to go for because when it was a cheaper cruise, it gave us more time to save for it. Uh, that's the one we can do. Uh, that's when the ante was upped for us uh, or on us. I, guess. I don't know. Uh, it looks like I was researching the wrong cruise to begin with and that the one that uh, they were proposing was actually twice the price. And I looked at my wife and I, I ran the numbers one more time because we we really truly wanted to consider going. And so I ran the numbers one more time and uh, this actually would put us financially in a worse place than the December trip. Both were not good though. And Liv and I talked about it. Which one's the better trip? Uh, which one do we go on? Uh, it'd be such a bummer if we missed out on this trip. And, and it just hit me as I was recording those episodes and thinking through the episodes for the happiness advantage. I was looking at our finances. If we were to go for these trips, 
Yeah, we'd have an experience to talk about, yet I knew deep down inside that I was going to feel like an elephant just stomping on me every single day because now my credit card debt was even higher, uh, at least 50% higher than it was when we started this endeavor to pay off our credit card debt. And I wasn't going to have that. I, I just couldn't. There was no way I could truly be present and happy with my family, knowing that that debt was there crushing um, our opportunities for the future. I sat down with Liv and I just told her, hey, I really want to go on this cruise. I know that it feels like we're going to be missing out on this chance to go on a cruise with this other family that we're really close to. I think we need to, to slow down though. And let's really think about that. And so we looked at all the factors. And in the end, what we realized we were suffering from was that fear of missing out. We were afraid that if we said no to the August, December, and March cruises, that that was it. We would never, ever, ever get to go on a cruise again. And more specifically, we would never, ever get to go on a cruise with this other family ever again. And that was the thing driving our frenzy to see if we were willing to put ourselves through financial strain to take on more credit card debt, consumer debt, and really not build up our savings account to where it needed to be. We were willing to throw all that away because we had this fear of missing out. And it was borderline keeping up with the Joneses because when we said, yes, we could do it. And then they hit us with this more expensive cruise that this is the thing that they were really looking at. Uh, we almost felt like we had to kind of live up to that for a moment, for a moment. And it felt like we had to live up to their standard of living. And the truth was we weren't there. Maybe you found yourself in something like that. Uh, think through your life. Has there ever been a purchase you made, big or small, where you bought it, not because you yourself truly needed it or truly wanted it, but you bought it because you felt like you were obligated to look good in front of your friends, look good in front of your family. Uh, maybe you bought a home in a neighborhood you didn't even care about, where you bought a specific type of car, which you rather would have bought the lesser costing car, but you bought this other car and now the monthly payment is killing you. Or maybe you dress a certain way because your friends say you need to conform. That's one, keeping up with the Joneses, but two, a lot of it's driven by that that fear of missing out. And there's actually a definition for this now, and I'm going to switch over to my browser real quick so I can pull up the, I believe it's the Oxford Dictionary definition for FOMO, F-O-M-O, and here it is. So FOMO is that fear, or anxiety, I should say, that something exciting or interesting may currently be happening somewhere else, and you're often... This this comes about because of something you may have seen on social media. So maybe you see that some friends are going to a concert or some friends are buying the newest iPhone or the newest Android device and you have this fear of missing out on that. And so you got to go have it. You, you got to buy it too because, well, they've got it. I need to have it because that looks great and they're going to run out of those. And that's exactly what Liv and I were experiencing experiencing as we were planning this cruise, this potential cruise. Uh was that we had this fear that we were going to miss out, that if this family got to take off on this cruise without us, they were going to enjoy something great, something beautiful, something relaxing, and we would never be able to go. We took a deep breath and we realized that simply is not true. We could still reach our goals. We, we had a plan. We took a deep breath. We realized we needed to stick to our plan. Yes, it means no cruise in August, no cruise in December, no cruise in spring break, maybe not even a cruise in summertime. Because if we're going to wait that long, I'd rather go to like Walt Disney World or <laughs> go to another country and spend a week there. So 
there, there are other opportunities and other options out there. There's a big world out there. It's got 7 billion people in it and we're growing and, and there's just so much to experience. Now, we realized, not realized, but we just reaffirmed, I should say, that's a better word to use. We reaffirmed that we had a plan. We have a plan, and that's to eradicate our credit card debt by the end of January. And if we stick to that plan, it is going to free up a lot of money for us. Um, because that same amount that's pouring into the credit card debt eradication, um, we're no longer racking up the interest that goes with that credit card debt. So we free up the interest, we free up that minimum payment, but we also free up that extra money that we were pouring into the credit card to pay it off. Now that extra money can go into other things. Like we got a couple of other small debts that uh, there's no real due date on them, but we do want to get those off our plate and off our shoulders because we have an agreement that we need to honor on our end. Um, and from there though, when you, I'm not going to tell you the dollar amount, but when I look at that dollar amount and how much that could build up each and every month, it's a big number. And so once we've paid off this consumer debt, we now have this big chunk of change that we can set aside for two things. One, emergencies. And I mean big emergencies. Like if I lost my job, we would be able to live for three to six months beyond that while I looked for a new job. Or uh, another type of emergency, maybe somebody gets into a car wreck in our family or gets sick. We have the money to pay for our deductible and our co-insurance and those kinds of things and not worry about having to file bankruptcy because of medical costs. But here's the third thing. So maybe I said two things, but so emergencies is number one. But number two is we can make big purchases in cash paid in full. We could shop for the best deal the best price and not worry about the price actually having lots of interest tied into it. Uh, you know, zero interest for 12 months, whatever. I mean, we, we paid off, we got a great deal. We don't have to worry about making payments. We don't have to worry about interest killing us. And that's really what we have to gain if we stick to our plan. In order for us to stick to our plan, that means we need to overcome FOMO, fear of missing out. And so it turns out there's a couple of articles that are written. There's actually a lot written about fear of missing out. So I shared with you that there is an Oxford Dictionary uh, definition for FOMO, and that's that anxiety that comes with uh, knowing that there's something exciting or interesting happening elsewhere and you feel like you're missing out on it. And this is usually driven by what you see on social media. So I know some of you are already thinking, well, there's the solution. We just cut out social media. Well, you know what? Welcome to the 21st century. Social media is here to stay. What is missing is probably some critical media literacy and some discernment. We don't have to live up to everybody's highlight reel that we see on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, whatever it is. You're looking at the best. Or you're looking at the opposite end. You're looking at somebody who's sharing nothing but the negative in their lives because they learned that when they do that, people feed them with sympathy and attention. Both, whether they're sharing the positive in their lives and just the highlight reel or they're, they're sharing with you the, the woe is me story, both are intended to, to draw sympathy for you, uh, from you, I should say, not for you. So let me pull up the next article that I've got here, and it has some practical tips on how to overcome FOMO. But before that, there's another article I came across, uh, it, I believe with psychology, no, no, Time Magazine did this on their, their website, and it turns out FOMO really comes from a place in your life of unhappiness. So uh, if you're not aware that you're unhappy, or if you're not aware of some insecurities, uh, this is where FOMO really takes root. And so number one, it, if you want to overcome FOMO, you've got to one, find your inner happiness. You've got to find confidence in yourself. You got to find out and know 
for a fact what makes you happy, what makes you tick, what do you really want in your life? As we say it beyond the rut, beyond the runt, uh, beyond the rut, we need you to know what you want in order to make your own path. So hashtag make your own path. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Show to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Uh, That's number one. That's very key right there. Know what you want in life so you can make your own path and so you can find your own happiness. So that's number one right there. But let's look at the Psychology Today uh, article that I came across, which is titled, 10 ways to overcome the fear of missing out. Number one, slow down. That's exactly what Liv and I did during this frenzy to plan for this cruise that we knew deep down inside we really couldn't afford to take at this time. Slow down. Number two ties right in with that because when you slow down, you're able to practice discernment. And that was the next thing we had to do. As soon as we slowed down, we took a deep breath. We, we knew that we didn't have to be rushed into a decision. So if our friend was rushing us to decide, uh, that was their excitement, not ours. And we had to be fair to them and let them know if we can go or not so that we could plan together. However, we didn't have to necessarily say, yes, we'll go. And this is the one we're going on. So we practiced discernment and that was to really distinguish what was our dream, what was our plan versus what was the other family's plan. The other family has a dream for us to go with them on a cruise. We would like to go on vacation with them as well. However, our timelines are different and we had to be fair to ourselves while also fair to them. And we just discerned that if we rushed into it now, we were really just keeping up with the Joneses. We were turning our friends into the Joneses and trying to keep up with them. And if we were truly friends, we would have to distinguish with them and, and um, state with them that, hey, thank you for the offer. Thank you for the invitation. We can't go right now. This is why. And we did share with them why. And, you know, they're considering 2020 and 2021. I mean, the, the, the planning will still happen. And one day we will go on a cruise with this family uh, or to another trip to Disney World or somewhere. However, Right now, for the window that we were given, for the cruise options that we had, we we were able to discern that's not in our plan right now. Our plan is this other plan. Third tip, go for the experience, not the symbol. Now, that was, um, if we had actually gone on this cruise, uh, that would be something that we would have to consider because... Uh, Actually, it was part of our discernment, too, because the cruise that did work for us for the spring break that would allow us to still bring our debt lower still build up some savings. Actually, it wasn't going to do that because we were going to eat up our savings to do this. Uh, However, it was that cheaper cruise. It had a different itinerary and so on. And the other family was like recommending, hey, don't get the interior rooms. Go ahead and, you know, go all out and get the balcony room and and so on. And um, well, the fact is, I think half of our family gets motion sickness. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if seeing the horizon is going to help. I don't know if being in an interior room is going to help. I think just being on the water is going to be an interesting time anyway. And chances are, we're not going to hang out in the room a whole lot. If it's anything like Walt Disney World, 
We don't spend a lot of time in the hotel room. We spend almost all of our time out experiencing the area itself, the parks. And we figured if we're on a cruise boat, it's the same way. We're going to experience the shows, the restaurants, the the areas where there's entertainment, the shops. We're going to do those excursions out in the port cities. We're not going to be hanging out in our room the entire time we're on that boat. And if we want to see outside, that's what the railing is for, right? So there's going to be observation decks and so on. So you know, for us, a room is just where you put your head down. Uh, so for us, when we plan a trip, we really truly discern uh, what is it that we want to experience versus what are we just signing up for because that's, you know, friends are going to make fun of us because we didn't live in that suite or that we didn't stay at that resort or we didn't go to that park or we didn't do those events. We are able to discern what are the experiences we want as a family. So that's something to keep in mind. Are you going for the experience, something that truly enriches your life, or are you just buying into something because you think that's what everybody else is watching for and that that's what they're expecting you to do? Number four is be willing to not have it all. You know, we it, it was sad a little bit to say no to going on this cruise, but it wasn't the end of the world. We were okay with it because we knew that we have a plan in place that is going to really open up doors for us in the years ahead. So if we jumped on this bandwagon, if we went on this cruise, it was actually going to set us back about three or four years. Whereas if we tackle this plan and we stay faithful to it in about six to seven months time, we're going to see our doors start to open up, our opportunities open up. And we're okay with saying no now so that we can say yes to the things that really matter to us later. This ties in. Tip number five. Uh, this is probably like one big giant tip, but it looks like it's broken down. Uh, so number five uh, on this article is one thing at a time. So really focus on that one thing at a time. For us, it's that debt reduction. It's that debt eradication, not just reduction. We're just eliminating debt as quickly as we can. And that's what we're going after. That's the spirit for us. Uh, practicing mindfulness. So just knowing our spiritual center, knowing ourselves, and just reminding ourselves who we are and what we stand for really helped us make that decision. And we prioritize our relationships over acquisition. So for us, rather than rushing into this trip and being stressed out the entire time, we let our friends know up front, hey, we cannot go. Here's why. This is, we can't go right now. And this is the reason why. So we, we feel we enrich the relationship. Um, well, I guess we'll find out if they're still our friends or not. And if, if they're not our friends anymore because of this, then that really shares with us and shows us uh, where their heart really was. And it wasn't with our best interest in mind, uh, maybe not even their own best interest in mind. Um, eight and nine. Well, tip number eight is just savor the moment. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'll leave you to that. It doesn't really apply to the specific story I was sharing with you, except maybe just, again, being okay with the fact that we said no. Uh, I think we wound up celebrating by taking a mini trip that we could afford about two to three weeks ago. Uh, tip number nine is cultivate an attitude of gratitude. And that's exactly what we did. We were okay with saying no because we knew that we had this plan in place. We were grateful that we had this plan in place. And we knew that in the long run, things were going to be good. So did we miss out? No. We didn't. You might think, well, you didn't go on that cruise in August or December or March. You're right. We, we're not going on a cruise any of those times. It doesn't mean that we missed out because we're actually gaining something that's going to benefit us in the long run. And the experiences we'll be able to have in the long run are so much better. And enjoy the process. That's tip number 10 from this article. Enjoy the process. And that's what we're doing. Every time we make a payment now, we're excited because it means that we're that much closer to start saving for the things we really want to do. It's saving for that next car we want to buy. So we're buying that car in cash 
crazy, right? You don't have to finance every single car. Um, you know, a lot of people say YOLO, you know, you only live once. You may as well finance that Mercedes and just, I mean, you can make the monthly payment, blah, 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 blah. Well, on the flip side of that YOLO, you only live once. How are you a prisoner to your job that you don't like because you're trapped by a car payment? How much of a prisoner are you to something you don't enjoy, something that sucks the life and soul out of you because you're trapped by a mortgage payment? Because you had to buy that house to live up to the American dream uh, and that fear of missing out and that you only live once mantra went the wrong way. Think about that. Now, there is a time when FOMO and YOLO do apply to your life. Yes, you only live once. Therefore, you should live in a way that you're making the most out of your dream. You're making your own path. You're taking your family with you. And the fear of missing out is exactly that that you fear not missing out on other people's events, other people's highlights, but you fear missing out of your own life, your own dreams, your own aspirations, the your own impact you want to have on the world. And that's it. That's all I've got for this episode. Uh, I just had it on my heart that uh, after that experience on, on planning this cruise that we said no to, and then having two episodes back to back on the happiness advantage, I just really needed to talk with you and share with you uh, my perspective about FOMO, about YOLO, and all those other acronyms that are just a part of the 21st century vernacular. I know some of you are triggered right now and you're thinking, oh man, these darn millennials, they're just messing up the English language. Take a deep breath. It's okay. This is just the way conversations happen now. And it doesn't change the other stuff. You don't have to keep up with the Joneses. You only live once. So make it the life you want. Make the path your own path. Make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. And have a fear of missing out, but have a fear of missing out on your own life. Not somebody else's dreams. Not somebody else's life. Not somebody else's goals. Your goals, your dreams, your aspirations. And with that said, if you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 140. There I'm going to link the articles that I've been reading from, that I referenced. And you can share that with your friends, your family, your coworkers, that neighbor across the street. That's the best way you can support this show. If you have a million dollar check you want to send, uh, send it to my address at... And I'm just kidding. We're not doing that. Uh, anyway... Uh, we are glad, I am glad that you joined us this week in this episode. I hope you join us again next episode. And I, I seriously can't wait until Brandon starts recording with us and you get to hear his his thick East Texas accent again. Because, I mean, you're just going to have that feeling that you need to get in a rocking chair, sit on your porch and sip some sweet iced tea. And if you don't have any of those things, uh, you'll probably have this urge to do so. I would just say in the spirit of this episode... Don't go out and buy a porch or have a porch built and get a rocking chair and brew up some iced tea and sweeten it up unless that's really what you want to do. So you don't have to do that just because I said it in my show. But if you truly feel that way after you've heard Brandon's voice come back, then by all means, go for it. It's your life. So there we go. I hope you have a great day and a great week. And until next time, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. 
Go to beyondtherut.com slash cap show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.